We've got Brett Gursky, our game Six Degrees of Brett Gursky, and the best day to date, today on It's Complicated. You're listening to It's Complicated with your hosts, Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli, coming to you live from the AfterBuzz TV studios in Los Angeles, California. Hey everyone, welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Jen. And I'm Lauren. Hi. Hi. And today, our drink of the day is Absolute Elix. It's a single estate handcrafted vodka, don't get it twisted, with um, some soda, but our version of soda is La Croix, because hello. Because we need a little flavor. We need a little apricot essence. And we are having this drink in honor of our guest, Brett Gursky, because he has given us so many free, so many free vodka sodas in our time of knowing him when we meet him up in the club. So we thought we would have vodka soda to, you know, pay him back for all the vodka sodas he's Yeah, us. bottle service up in here, guys. Yes. And also, we're celebrating his half birthday. Yeah, so cheers to you, Brett. Yeah. Cheers. So, cheers. Yes. Vodka soda. There Take, we that go. That was a horrible I, cheers. You know, sometimes you spill when you do it really. It's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. So, guys, as we mentioned, we've got Brett Gursky in the studio. If you live in Hollywood, you know or should know Brett. Brett's a producer <laughs> of movie scenes and the sceny Hollywood nightlife, where he runs the show at hot spots like Bootsy Bellows, Delilah, The Nice Guy. He's throwing an event at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Oh, my gosh. Super fancy. If you need something to happen, who are you going to call? Brett, Brett Gursky. That's right. Um, well, Jen actually met Brett at the tender age of 17 at a UCLA summer discovery program, and Bet- Brett was like one of her counselors, and then I met Brett through another mutual friend. So the reason why we're pointing that out is because Brett, it like, it, no matter what, the guy, I, my boyfriend, also knows Brett. He went to college with him. So it's like... Six degrees. How... Do, the connections, it, it's just a really good representation of how small Hollywood is, how small this town is, and Brett sort of runs the show here like you don't realize it until you really get to know him because he's very under the radar about it but there's so many different connections we have and so we want to get him in here and talk to him about it all but we have to be careful because you know if you don't know I mean we talk about this all the time you've either are friends with someone or you've dated them or your friends have dated them so just be careful just be careful connections and Brett has actually introduced me to many people I've dated Mm -hmm. in the past Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. I can thank him for all of that yes um and, you know, guys, Brett shouldn't quit his day job because his day job is actually <laughs> writing and directing yes. and bringing people together for awesome projects yes. like Back in the 90s, a music video that pays tribute to the best things from 1990s in the form of a nostalgia-filled music video. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, it's like Backstreet Boys. I mean, we all grew up watching them, or at oh, least yeah. we did, so, you know, it's fun it's to look back on life. that. <laughs> you can also watch uh, some of Brett's magic on the ne- Netflix series Small Shots, starring... Two of my friends, which I just discovered, which is hilarious. Again, small world. And that's about uh, a couple of actors from Staten Island. This is kind of autobiographical because I know these boys. So it's sort of about them and how they're auditioning for a Martin Scorsese movie. And anyway, Brett's involved with that. So check that out if you want to see it. And the best thing about it is the first opening scene is uh, the one of the guys swiping on Tinder and how that whole process happens. And it's pretty funny to watch mm-hmm. because I feel like we all can relate sort of to like getting a match, starting to talk. Yeah. And then it's really funny because they are small. It's like there are small actors and small humans. Yeah, they're small. So you know I won't date them. But um, they're short one Italian girl voice, yeah. asks the guy it, over like the Tinder match, um, how tall are you? And he's like, no, why does this happen every time? And so he goes through this whole series. He's like six feet. She's like, really? And he's like, well, 5'10", but the Italian 5'10". She's like, what does that mean? He's like, 5'8". 
<laughs> oh my god and that's like how tall they are yeah so guys we also can't wait to see clock block oh because my gosh. get it it's a play on cock block this is such a good idea i know so he it's a movie that brett wrote and directed and is prepping now it's a romantic comedy about wishing you could go back in time and cock block your significant other from ever meeting their ex who is still involved in their life yeah sometimes we can relate to things like that mm-hmm. sometimes and, we yeah. can you we just kind of wish that they never had baggage right well, yeah. I mean, it's everyone has a past, but, like, let's keep it there. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, so Brett is working on that, and also a huge film that he's producing along with Derek Jeter. Oh, my God. Yeah, based on an ex-NFL great, Vernon Turner. Yes. Brett's fancy. very fancy. Um, so we're going to get Brett in the studio. We're going to talk about how he feels about being part of the Hollywood scene in all of the aspects, and how that can affect your dating life, how he feels about rubbing elbows with the rich and famous in his personal and professional life, and what he really thinks about dating in Hollywood. Yeah. We know that he's got some opinions. Also, guys, if you want to hear some of his opinions about Hollywood in general, you should listen to his podcast, On the List. It's an intimate sit-down with some of Hollywood's well-known actors and rising stars. Yes. And they also happen to be friends with Brett because, hello, everyone is friends. I mean, we thought Jen for president over here. Yeah. And part of that is because of Brett Gersky, who introduced me to so many people when I first moved here. And, I mean, I've known Brett since I was 17, like you said. So it's been a long time. Full circle. Full circle. So, Mm -hmm. anyway, guys, we're first going to fill you in on what we've been up to this past week and air our dirty laundry. Real fast, I had a lot of girl time, yoga, nails, getting ready for The Bachelorette that's yes. this coming weekend. Oh my god. Started last weekend like with these pink nails. Yeah. I don't know if you think I'm ready, but I'm ready. For Palm Springs. Yeah, it's, it's all happening. So, did that. Went to uh, sushi at Katsuya and then mm. a comedy show. Saw Sebastian Maniscalco. Ran into friends at the show because, of course, mm-hmm. can't go anywhere in this town without seeing people you mm-hmm. know. It was a really great time. Then had brunch with a girlfriend. Had a date this week that yeah. went well. Great. Met the guy on Hinge, which, guys, I've been saying that I, I revisited Hinge. They worked out the kinks. It's not, like, shutting down anymore. And Actually, it's more fun because you're not swiping left and right. Yeah. You're just looking at people's photos and comments and, like, liking it. And it's kind of like on Instagram how you can meet somebody that likes all of your photos and, mm-hmm. like, that's how you engage. This is sort of the same thing. It's You're liking their feed and then you yeah. have the opportunity to communicate with them. It opens up a chat. I think, too, you know, there, we talk about dating apps every show and you don't, just because you're going out on dates, let's say, on Tinder or whatever and you're not meeting anybody, then that doesn't mean, like, dating apps aren't for you or that doesn't mean then you try another app and then maybe go back to Tinder. It's just, it's all about, I think, variety. So I think it's good that you went back. Yeah. And, you know. And this actually, I think, is more my speed because it's not the, like, swipe right, swipe left, like, game. This is actually, like, I'm going through photos and comments. It feels And different. it prompts you to answer certain questions. And so... It does feel like you're commenting on an actual human yeah. versus swiping right on like a flashcard. It's almost like the motivation behind like how you meet the person starts with a different vibe and it's like right. better, po- more positive. More positive. So went out with the guy. Um, going to probably go out with him again next Ooh. week. The thing though is that I'm going away this weekend and then my mom's here, but I'm oh, going right. to fit it in. Yeah. There's always going to be a time, even if it's on a Sunday or a Monday or a Tuesday, which yeah. don't seem like sexy nights to go out, but I've been really making those work. Also, guys, you know this, and don't deny it. You will always make time for something that you want. So also, please remember that when you're dating, if you feel like someone's not making time for you, don't ignore that. No, because you can figure it out. We're super busy. You have a boyfriend. I am the master of all dating. Yeah. (laughs) So I I make it work. You make it work. My friend Noel is like a – he's like the – boy version of you when it comes to dating. I He literally is on a date four nights a week. Well, maybe he, we need to get him in here. He makes it work. So There you go. Um, I went to San Francisco for basically my sister's wedding, which I fucking missed. Thank you very much. What? Yeah. You tell. <sighs> the Uber driver was really slow, and I just cannot with that kind of a thing. I'm, like, trapped in a car. He's driving super slow. There was a whole myriad of things that went on that ended up making us late because the address was printed it, it was avenue instead of drive or vice versa. And so it was one street, but one was like three miles away from the other and they didn't connect. So no. we, by the time I got there, I barely saw the end of her vows and then they kissed and she walked back down the aisle and I thought I was okay and then I wasn't. And then I like lost it. Wow. It sucked. It would yeah. be like if you missed Kate's wedding. 
Uh, like you flew all the way to the wedding and then missed it. No, I'd probably turn into It was not okay. <laughs> a anyway, case. but they the wedding was great. She looked beautiful and they had a really great band called Mustache Harbor. It was so good. They were great. They had mustaches and sailor hats. It was they were great. Did you ask the band how they came up with that name because I would want to know. I mean, I guess they just, you know, took took two words. Yeah. And cuz it's them like cuz it's like yacht rock music and then they had mustaches. So I think they just put them together. Okay. And I think I, I like also, yacht rock. Yeah, it's good. I also decided that eating in and out on the way to San Francisco and on the way back was a good idea. So that it sounds happened. like it. It was. Uh, those burgers are so good. I don't even know. I think they sprinkle crack in them. Maybe they do. I cannot. They're like seriously so good. Did Coca Cola used to do that? I, probably. Maybe so that's maybe why it's in Coke. and out. Um, and it's my party, and I'll plan it if I want to. It's my party this weekend. It's not. It's <laughs> my boyfriend's party, but I have lit truly been I think I've been thinking about this party for so long that I'm actually a little more prepared than I thought but like I have like it's happening on Saturday and I'm really sad that you're not gonna be there I know it's kind of weird we're having like celebratory wrong. issues I know and you should be in Palm Springs it's I know just conflicting damn Cinco de Mayo weekend but fuck it'll be a lot of fun it's and we'll have lots to catch up on yes oh yeah next but yeah week. I'm excited about the party it's gonna be like it's going to be good. I, you know what? Also, guys, I'm you know, we're neurotic and I'm neurotic and we have our things, but in our organization. But, like, I've learned something doing this. What? Like, you just let it go. Like, if, you know what? If I want to do, like, balloons and stuff, like, oh, well, if I don't have time, they're not fucking happening. No. Because you already did the important things. I the think so, The smaller things yeah. are the, like, last-minute details that also aren't that important or yeah. they would have been done already. And nobody's going to be like, well, this party would have really been great if there was a <laughs> balloon right there. Like, it's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, it makes I'm all the difference. Like, it's going to be fine. Yeah, but, I actually yeah. banished the balloons from my event as well because blowing them up, transporting them, like, it's not a surprise oh, when tra- you see the balloons. Yeah, like, and the transporting is the problem. It's like, <sighs> I could go to Party City and get the balloons I want, but how And the then hell a helium tank. It's too many accoutrements to I can't, move Yeah, it's a lot. Anyway. So... Guys, in celebrity yeah. news, yeah, Brad Pitt actually started talking now about what went wrong with him and Angelina Jolie, mm-hmm. and apparently it is true he did have a drinking problem, yes. among other things, but he had quit those things long ago yeah. when they started their family. Um, all that was left was the alcohol, and now since they've split, he hasn't touched alcohol in six months. He's going to therapy. Ooh. He said, that "Do you think he's doing it to get back together with her?" No, I think he probably realized, "Hey, I'm 53. I need to clean up my life. If I lost the, like this woman and all my children, that's Sorry. a wake up call. It's probably yeah. like hitting bottom." If you I will. think something like that. Again, like finding the positive spin on it. Like maybe something bad happened, but what can become good out of that? Like the lesson that you can learn without blaming other people. Well, now he's going to be amazing to date. So he's on the market. He's on the market. <laughs> he's yeah. going to be going to therapy, not drinking. Totally. He's going to be a real catch now. So if you thought Brad Pitt was great before, <laughs> just out, watch out. Check out new and improved Brad Pitt. Um, and you guys, the red carpet was just on fire at the Met Ball. You guys, the Met Gala. It's always the place where all the celebs go and they they wear like the craziest outfits. It's, it's like prom. Like, it's like prom, but some of the outfits weren't very like as crazy as I thought. Sometimes they go like real, you know, super like avant garde, and then sometimes they just like look pretty. I don't know. Kendall Jenner was wearing just jewels, and they were like it was like naked. It was crystals, yeah. and like her butt was out. Right. Well, you know, but if yeah, but I mean, sometimes <laughs> they do like super weird hair or something. It seemed like a little more tame from what I saw this year, but maybe I'm wrong. But anyway, the red carpet was like an official like we're coming out as a couple this year. It was and like debutante ball. It was, and like we all know that like J Lo and A Rod are together, but like this was their like coming thing, out party. and like the weekend in Selena, and like they all you know, I mean J Lo they looked pretty and Serena Williams and she's pregnant and her baby daddy um they were at the you know at the ball at the gala and they all looked great they all looked wonderful and it's fun to see them all you know it's like they're that means like we're officially together oh yeah yeah they are and also apparently Kendall and ASAP Rocky are officially yeah because that was another one yeah it was like couples galore but you know what that's great Celebs are Weird coupling that up. a Kardashian is you, dating a black dude. So super surprised. There. Oh wait, she's not a Kardashian, but you know she might. Have she's adjacent. Um, <laughs> but so I mean, listen, they can do anything in that family. You could change your sex. You can date whoever you want. Doesn't you could, really matter. Yeah, I don't. You could be blonde one day, purple one day. You can be anything you want. Yeah, in that you family. Can be. I think so too. And speaking of reality TV, uh, we do a quick reality recap because ugh, we love reality TV so hard. And this week we. 
caught up on the Housewives of New York. What is wrong with them? Why are they so angry this year? I don't know. It's the weirdest thing ever because Dorinda. if you really break it down, they have money, they have friends, yeah. they have children, they have loved ones. They have instant fame. They have fame. From the- and they're so angry. I mean, I feel like Dorinda needs to like take a Xanax with Ramona because Ramona's definitely and Sonia are like for sure on Quaaludes. Bethany is like... The tamest one of all of them now. Which is so surprising. <laughs> she actually doesn't go into parties anymore. She looks at them from outside. Yeah, she's like, no. The, yeah, the di- and every time they have a dinner, it's like, and now we're going to slit each other's throats. Right, let the it's games a begin. like, I don't know, it got like a little Jersey. Like a couple years anxiety. ago, Jersey was like hard to watch. I think New York's like, ugh, I think they need to recast or something. I don't know. Um, and our favorite bachelor, Nick, got kicked off of Dancing with the Stars. He and his Petra... Murgatroyd, which is the worst last name I've ever heard in my life. She sounds like an alien. (laughs) Murgatroyd. Um, They got kicked off Dancing with the Stars, and he did comment slightly on um, Chris Souls Souls being arrested. He was like, well, that sucks, basically. But what (laughs) else could he say? It's a terrible You guys, tonight on E!, the second Wives Club (laughs) is going to air um and we meet like a business uh you know you meet them all but like i'm kind of excited to meet katie and her husband walter who is on his no forever fiance or forever forever fiance they're not uh married yet but they've been like engaged for six years and dating for 11 and like he has three children and she's like well i don't want kids because i'm smart (laughs) <laughs> and like she says shit like that in the interview and he talks about how gorgeous and smart and sexy she is and I'm like oh my god I really want to watch the show because we're at an age where we're dating people and we could be second wives club we could you I know, actually want to be because I yeah. really do feel like maybe somebody would be like that much more appreciative because like yeah. somebody else took the brunt of like yeah. the fighting and now it's like la here yeah, I am so- I roll in with my dog and me and we're like I think we can learn live. things from it. Having totally. dating someone that's been divorced or has kids or whatever is not a bad thing. We can, no. you know, make it um make it fun. Yeah. And also, you guys, we're gonna talk about the best day to date real fast. We are. And apparently, according to Talkify, it's Tuesday. Yeah. Who would have thought? Me, Going up me. on a Tuesday. I would have thought because I've been dating on Mondays and Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. By chance, actually. Yeah. But it is quite great because if you think about it if you go on a date on a monday or tuesday there's the rest of the week to see them again totally and then you have the weekend to look forward to like date number two where you're a little more comfortable and you're a little more like okay yeah and it's like now we can go out and like really have some drinks and Mm -hmm. like and the second best day is saturday so really if you think about it monday and tuesday saturday Well, I like we'll have it. to talk to our guest who just showed up about maybe where he would go on a Tuesday or a Saturday for a date. Yeah, because you know all the hot spots. Brett Gursky. Hello, How's Brett. Hi. How's it going? Good. How are you? Happy half birthday. Thank Happy you for joining birthday. us. Can will you, you sit right yes. in the middle there? Align yourself in that camera. Oh, you would like to there you are. You know about framing, yeah, so you put yourself there. Yeah, put <laughs> yourself in the frame. Um, you are really busy, so thank you for <laughs> yeah. coming here because there, you do all the things all the time. Um we talk, for having me. We, of course. For, this is for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah so that's... Do I blow out this camera? Yes. <laughs> you make a big wish there. Oh, yeah, there you go. Let me make a wish. See, yeah. it's, it's a forever flame. Oh, look. He's making Oh, that was a good a muffin? one. Birthday you know, muffin. It's, it's, a, a, it's a birthday it's a whatever morning muffin. whatever you think muffin. it is. <laughs> it's a happy half birthday born morning muffin with Thanks. a fake flame. And a side of vodka soda. How? Oh, when have that. you ever gotten that for your birthday? Never. Never. Right. This See? is the first for this you. Is vodka we do soda for you. and a muffin. We Cheers. did vodka soda because we've Cheers. had so many. You've given us so many free All vodka sodas. All of the vodka sodas. <laughs> We're repaying day. you. Thanks. Because mm. we drank it years yeah. of vodka. Soda. I mean, yeah. literally. I've given a lot of drinks to a lot of people. You yeah. have, and it's so, <laughs> and it's been great, and we will happily continue yeah. to take them. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, yeah. But so let's get started. How did you end up in Hollywood and in the film industry in general? Wow, um, it's what I always wanted to do. I actually don't remember ever wanting to do anything else, and so it was just kind of this thing that it was like. I'm just going to wait this out and do what you're supposed to do and go yeah. to kindergarten and elementary school. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> just I, go through the motions. I was kind of just going through the motions. And my parents knew, too. I was like, eventually, I'm going to go to Hollywood and make movies and TV shows. So on family vacations, we would come out here. <gasps> no way. We'd go to sitcom tapings. Yeah, they. Oh. my parents are awesome. What was your first sitcom that you saw? Family Matters. No. At the, wow. And TGIS. Was, and it was at the height of Urkel <gasps> Dumb. So wow. when Jaleel wow. when Jaleel White came out, the audience did you just die? Went crazy. I actually sat in the front row. <gasps> of course, my you parents did. and my sister sat in the back row. Yeah, you're like, no, screw you. But guys. I was like, and I was like, I gotta do this. You're and like, we're here for it. me. But I vividly, I mean, I vividly remember it. Um, 
and it was it was awesome. We we saw that trip. We saw Family Matters blossom <gasps> the episode where she gets the second base and uh, oh my god <laughs> super important especially for this show it was a very special episode of blossom <laughs> and uh and the golden girls oh my wow. god yeah. best theme song that ever. is what dreams are made of i think of. i was 11 years old yeah oh my god brett and then a few years later came back went to friends what you went yeah. to friends wow. now that is really cool. that's that's iconic but i didn't have to be in the audience i wrote a letter season one oh. and i was just like this is my favorite show i'm gonna be out there this summer and this guy Peter Ackerman was his name contacted me and he was like we loved your letter we're gonna bring you to a dress rehearsal (gasps) so I was about 14 or 15 yeah and they picked me and my family up on a golf cart at Warner Brothers Studios brought Mm -hmm. us in and it was the episode where Mr. Heckles dies season 2 it was the summer before season 2 that's kind of sad no but it was a good episode and uh, it's where Chandler doesn't want to die alone and, uh, <laughs> but the end of that episode, I remember it was kind of like a downer. It was like, goodbye, Mr. Heckles. Right. Remember? It was kind yeah, of like, we'll what the fuck? we'll keep it down for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was kind of like, <laughs> what the fuck? Because it always ended. For yeah. me, yeah. I mean, I was in a room with Jennifer Aniston, who's yeah. my number one fave. And so yeah. it was very cool. And the, I remember George Clooney and Noah Wiley came over from the ER oh, set right, to hang out. Oh, right, because they were all on the same lot. So for me, I'm like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So I just kind of waited it out. And then uh, when I went to college... Uh, you went to a, Syracuse. I went to Syracuse at a college counselor, and I was basically like, I want to go to UCLA, which we'll talk about, mm-hmm. um, NYU, the Tisch School, or uh, Syracuse, the Newhouse School. And I got into all three, and then you How, know, I why? So then why didn't you go to UCLA? Because it was like, I, I wasn't ready to be in LA yet yeah. at that age, right out of high school. Yeah. Yeah. And I think... Syracuse was a real campus, and mm-hmm. it has a great communication school. It's supposedly the number one communication school in the country, and uh, they had a TV film major, mm-hmm. TRF, television, radio, film. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know what? I get the campus life. I get yeah. the Division One sports, Balance. The football the games. The best of all worlds. The Greek life. And I'm on a campus. Whereas mm-hmm. NYU, which I also loved, I just wasn't ready to be thrown in a New York City And there are no yeah. sports teams. No sports, no real campus. Mm-mm. And I wasn't ready for that at that point. So kind of talked to my parents, and I was it's like, you know what? It's also a little artsy. It's very artsy, yeah. yeah. But and it, Which I don't mind, because I love the film side of it. But I also remember on the tour of NYU that they were cutting film the old school oh. way and at Syracuse they had already moved to digital so that was a factor Smart. and yeah it, it gotta just, be with the innovation so that was the thing so yeah my parents and I talked about it and we kind of were like you have your whole life to live in LA or New York after college so good point do the campus thing and Syracuse was awesome I mean I had the best professors I had a class called directing actors wow I had a class called TV of the 80s and 90s <gasps> what I would have died oh, for that class I mean and p- other friends would be like this is your homework that you're doing I was like yeah this is my homework oh this see is- I was a theater major at UC San Diego and okay. it was like I thought I was going to be in classes like that and it was like history of directing yeah right. the I took science like behind- making yeah the uh, science behind lighting. Yeah. I'm like, I don't fucking care right. what no, degree I, that stage light is on right now. I can tell right you now. all right. about Baroque costumes and yeah. like, I have no acting skills yeah. anymore. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we didn't God. take any costume classes, but yeah, but it was great. I mean, Newhouse School, it's still a great school and yeah. I just remember the first day I was in a room full of people, probably 200 kids I guess each year and they were like, the next Lauren Michaels is in this room, the next Katie Kirk is yes. in this room. And How inspiring. Like, this yeah. Super cool. That's yeah. awesome. So that was it. And so then, graduated from college, which will, it's actually, it's May 2017 it's gonna be 15 years next week and then a month later came out to LA for the summer and I'm still here oh so, my god and yeah. then you never left no never left but did you talk about UCLA yet or no? um very briefly but so you were a counselor okay. at UCLA so well, you can tell everybody first about first I was a camper 20 oh. years ago 1997 oh which is oh crazy god. and actually my counselor when I was a camper at summer discovery UCLA 1997 was Jeff Wadlow, who's a big <gasps> director now. We had dinner last night at the Nice Guy. I've also matched with him on a dating. Oh yeah, <laughs> maybe too. I don't know that person, but two different apps. My counselor and my camper. Can you meet. Can, maybe you know you should do is actually introduce us in real life, mm. and we can get behind for like, that 800th yeah. time. Yeah, because you, you set me up with like so oh, many oh, people. Oh, I was like Jeff for the 800th time. No, oh, no. but it's in been general. a while since you've set me up with anybody. You well, always... a lot of times it's not really setting up, but we'll be in the same place, and yeah. right. I, to, I introduce. Yeah, you, but that's the you best way to do us it strategically. Yeah. It's not like well, I just ge- said you guys know each you other. Direct. No, ex- you direct. Exactly. You, <laughs> I do. Direct. You're like a catalyst in the organic mm. meeting world. Yes. Right. I well, like that. But so Jeff and I stayed in touch the last 20 years, and he's been a real mentor for me. The first thing I ever worked on when I got out here was his movie Cry Wolf, but. I was a camper in 97, and I loved it so much. 
and you basically you spend the summer on the UCLA campus. I was going sneaking into movie premieres, basically. Oh I went my to god! Men in Black and Air Force One. Oh, because you went to Contact. the Westwood Theater yeah. right there, yeah. yeah. And I would just literally walk in, and no one's going to stop this like innocent-looking seventeen-year-old who looks like he knows what he's doing. So totally. The next thing you know, you're taking pictures with everybody, and I was just kind of living the life, getting as close to it as I could. And and then years later, I read that Steven Spielberg did that with Universal Studios. He would just sneak onto the lot no and watch them make movies. So I was like, okay, it's, it works. You know, yeah. it's cool. It wasn't that outlandish to do yeah. that. So uh, you just kind of want to be in the thick of it. And so I just sort of dove in. But basically, uh, I had so much fun that summer that I graduate from Syracuse. I get like 10 friends to all go back to L.A. with me that summer, 2002, to be counselors. Because I was like, listen, you get paid. You live at UCLA for the summer, and, yeah. you know, for me, it was a way to get myself out here. No one else stayed. At the end of the six weeks, everybody went back to their real uh, lives, okay. and I, I stayed. But uh, Jennifer Golden was one of the campers in 2002, and I was a counselor. So we were like, I guess we're five years apart. But uh, but I remember she came up to me, she introduced herself, she said, Jennifer Golden, and then she's like, what do you want to do? I said, I just graduated from Syracuse, I want to be a director, and she was like, I'll be right back. And she disappears, and she comes back with a black and white headshot. <laughs> and she gives me her headshot within t- five minutes of meeting me because I said director. This does not fucking surprise <laughs> me on both ends. Right. And she had a different name on the headshot. Oh, God. What was it? Rainey. My middle name. Yeah. yeah. So it was Jennifer Rainey. And yeah. I said, no, I said, your name's Jennifer Golden. You were born with a stage name. Yeah. Why did you come up with a stage name? Yeah. I was like, Jennifer Rainey, Jennifer Golden, you're Jennifer Golden. Yeah, and good so point. She obviously took my advice because she's still Jennifer Golden. But I've been taking your advice for many years. You have mm-hmm. been taking my advice. I yeah. listen. I Takes mean. direction well. And you know what? <laughs> giving me her headshot that day was very, you know, fruitful because she's been in a bunch of things that I've directed, mm-hmm. actually. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So Aww. there you go. That's just So the lesson there is, you know, if someone says they're a director... Give them your headshot. Or a blowjob, whatever. Oh, I'm just, What? Well, not if you're a counselor in there. <laughs> Why but not? People, but people that summer did intermingle. Oh, come it's on. Very That's why upon. I'm saying it, because it happened. I mean, listen, it, it, it happen. happens no matter where you are. Yes. I'm just sure. I'm just bringing up hundred percent. Hey, if that's what you want to do to get yourself apart, yeah. you go, girl. You do you. You yeah. do you. However, <laughs> yes. we've remained friends like yeah. for since I was 17. And Isn't that crazy? I'm not so insinuating crazy. that's what you did. No, I'm just no, saying. No, but no, no. so, and it did happen that summer with other people we knew. But so, yeah, we stayed in touch from when I was 17. Graduated college early, and he was like, "Okay, are you ready? Move out now." Come down I like that you're like the recruiter too. Well, because if people say they want to do it, I kind of check in and I'm like, when are you doing it? You can't I like just, it. Don't yeah. just say you're going to do it. But do then it. it's not a surprise that you are where you're at. Like, I mean, like kind of wrangling people on sets, <laughs> or even when we're out at like and then Hollywood nightlife. Like, you're like the facilitator of the events. I try to be. I like to be a connector. Yeah, that's, many you years definitely ago, are a connector. Yeah, there's a producer, Bo Flynn, who many years ago, uh, the first movie I worked on with Brett Ratner was called After the Sunset, and Bo produced it. And one day he just said to me, he's like, I've been watching you. You're a connector. Yeah, totally. And I was like, oh, interesting. And there's a book called The Tipping Point by Malcolm yeah, Gladwell it's that a good explains book. that. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, that's really nice. And that was this was early in my L.A. days that he said that. And so... I, I think I've kind of lived up to it. I like to be the one at like a dinner that knows everyone at the dinner, but maybe they don't know each other and then they meet. And so you you know everyone. Brett. I like to do it. Yeah, I do know a lot of people. But I have to say, when I stayed after that summer in 2002, my parents were out here for a wedding. They put me up at the Oakwood Apartments, which yep. is close to here, next to Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. And I was alone for the first time. Jeff Wilder was the only person I knew in LA. So to go from living in the Oakwood Apartments, not knowing anyone but my camp counselor. Uh, to now knowing all these people, it, the 15 years has been pretty amazing. And I was like, I, don't, I look back, I'm like, I don't know how I did it. It just happened, you know? Yeah. And I also yeah. don't know how I stayed here alone in 2002. I'm kind of like, that's so not me. To that know. was the last time you were ever alone. Probably, yeah. <laughs> well, but probably... like with no friends, I was like, that's really ballsy. I, was I like, wonder, I can't though, believe I did that. Determination. You, it's determination, like, yeah. I, when I lived in New York, I was kind of like by myself. And I feel like it... It was like lonely, but not like you. Well, can I was be too a- young to notice. I think I wanted yeah. it so bad that I didn't even notice how crazy it is. And I think to just try to start a life in LA from scratch. That applies to like dating. It's like you yeah. can't. You have to like maybe you want you you got to <laughs> really want it. So you got to yeah. be there for the right reasons, and right. then you you can't let like the things that 
exist in daily life like bring you down like oh well i haven't had a date in this long or this many times has been like every time i well, go you have on to be da- positive yeah. that's right. the main thing yeah. i think jen knows from knowing me for so long but i put a positive spin on pretty much everything you I do think, and never give up well yeah you just can't let negativity in it doesn't it doesn't serve no purpose so yeah and this um, is a tough industry. Really tough. And super you get easy. Told no <laughs> yeah. all the time. Oh yeah, and you you literally have to go on with your day. So it's like you get an email or a phone call or whatever um, turning down your audition or turning down your script or whatever it is or you don't get the directing job. You have to still go about the rest of your day. You can't mm-hmm. just wallow in your misery. It doesn't no. work out here because no. the next person's already moved on. Yeah. So your competition is working harder than you if you're just sitting around doing nothing, complaining. You can't, right. yeah. I, I you can't carry baggage in this city. You can't. You, you can really not. have to let it roll oh. off your back. And that's the thing: the people who stay out here are the ones who can handle it. So I actually think this town kind of weeds out the people who can't. And then when you get to a certain point, you look around, you're like, all my friends are happy and successful because the people who could handle it and make it stayed. And so survival you, of the fittest. It's survival of the fittest. And the older you get, and the longer you're out here, you kind of realize I'm surrounded by really positive hard-working, yeah. talented people who could handle it. You and now they're working. You can't be a victim like, oh, well, this... Like, everyone in Hollywood's <laughs> a major asshole. Like, you can right. also... I know girlfriends that, like, think all guys are assholes and all guys cheat. And it's like... In well, LA, guess you mean? What? Or just... Or yeah. Or, well, girlfriends... Well, yeah, my girlfriends here, I've lived here for a long time, so I have a couple girlfriends here who have a very negative spin on right. men, and it's like, I've been cheated on a million times, and it's also not lied the city. to. It's not the city, but it's like, <laughs> I could focus on that if I really wanted right. to, but yeah. I don't carry my baggage But I think it's my... interesting when, when girls, like, write on Facebook, and like, all men in L.A. suck. I'm like, not uh, L.A. Yeah. Don't blame L.A., because you're going to move to New York, and you might say the same thing. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just, yeah. So it's Major work, cities. Yeah, but also work on maybe yourself and your attitude toward things I agree. You bash an entire gender in an entire city. I actually did, I will reveal this, I had a moment the other day where I sort of like reverted back. (laughs) There was like a guy that um, had been around and he's like very attractive and I'm like well he's obviously going to be a player then because pretty guys are players and I was like no! This guy could be like a total nerd or he could be like any nice he could be a nice guy that like actually doesn't get a break because he looks a certain way. Yeah. But he could actually want a relationship. So I don't need to judge him in advance True. and let him show me if he wants it or not. I mean, he may or may not, and it, we'll see. <laughs> but at the end of the day, like, give people a chance. Give people a chance. Don't or, or don't also think that, like, yeah, this guy's super attractive, and uh, he's probably going on a lot of different dates right now. Well, guess what? He probably is because he's single. And also, and you're not so his girlfriend. Yeah. So, like, be realistic about it and don't carry baggage. It is, right. the next it is amazing how many people are single in L.A. It's oh at the God. age that we're at. Like, yeah. last night I was with a bunch of friends, and I think every guy friend that I was hanging out with last night was single but they're they're all awesome and cool and, and in successful. their late 30s early 40s well I would go a little early 30s mid, oh, oh. I would say 30s okay yeah. okay maybe a couple in their early 40s but mostly 30s and in any other city you'd be like that's weird that you're single at that age but here I think there's I think it all kind of relates to the same competitiveness and the that drive I think there's like I think everyone's always striving for greatness in LA no one settles out yeah, here. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. And so I think it carries over into dating. It does. I think no one's ever just like, all right, this is the person. All right, I'm going <laughs> to settle down. Yeah. They're literally thinking, like, can I do better? Not not in a bad way. It's but, almost like, yeah. what else I, is out there? Yeah, what, or, else yeah. Are, what are my right. other options? I want to kind of make sure before mm-hmm. I – and I think it's the striving for greatness of just career and love and all that stuff in L.A. And so it's kind of one of those things where, like, nothing's ever good enough. Yeah. So I don't, it's I don't hard disagree with that. To, yeah. It's hard to – to pick a person lock and stay. it down. It's hard to lock it you down. You don't have to lock it down. That's the thing, too. So now, okay. Well, what, I just yeah. wouldn't think of it that way. Like, no. if you meet the person that you really want to be with, it doesn't feel right. like you're... You and you want to so, spend yeah. time with them, so yeah. you sort of just end up in that relationship. You would hope so. I know, yeah. but there's kind of like a one-upmanship where, you know, you date a girl and then you lose her to, like, someone who's maybe more famous. I don't know. <laughs> See, that, I don't feel that way about my current relationship. I don't even think twice about I it. I went to college with your current I, relationship. You did. <laughs> I don't even think twice about it. I'm like, I, I don't really think well, I need to. I'm I, like, I'm fine. This is. Well, he's an actor, too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Part, so, yeah. Partially. No, he's an actor. <laughs> no, he, no, he is. But like, you know, we all do other things yeah. to everyone. So, slashy? Yeah. You know he's not he's not one of those slashes. Oh, <laughs> come on! That's a, those are slashies are actor slash bartender slash Uber driver slash 
They have many slashes. Model slash dancer. Whatever it takes out <laughs> here. Dancer. They're the Channing Tatum of the future. <laughs> and, what, and look where he is. So exactly. Have some hope. By everyone. the way, he hustled and he got He where did he hustle. Yeah. Wait, speaking yes. of the past and baggage and all that, can you uh, please talk about Clock Block? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is the How best you idea I have ever heard in my life. Okay, I got to give credit to a uh, comic book writer named Mike Wellman. Okay. Uh, he owns a bunch of comic book stores around LA called The Comic Bug. And he came up with the idea of a graphic novel called Clock Block with his wife, actually. They okay. came up with this idea that would be uh, you're engaged to a girl and her ex-boyfriend is still in her life and he's the perfect guy. And what if you could go back in time and cock block them from ever meeting so that he doesn't really infiltrate your current situation? Totally. And uh, I got the chance to adapt his treatment for his graphic novel into a screenplay and now it's a screenplay, and I'm attached to direct it, and we just got our financing last week. <sighs> Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to knock on wood somewhere around here. Just, but, uh, yeah. But um, it's very exciting. We're going to start casting that soon, so luckily I have Jen's headshot. Good thing you have her black and white headshot. <laughs> you know how to find me. <laughs> right. I'm now exactly. Jennifer Golden, so don't get it twisted. Yeah, exactly. Don't forget about my boyfriend when you're casting right, exactly. the strapping, young, handsome lead. <laughs> right. Well, so it's like a, it's a three-hander, basically. It's a love triangle, so the movie would be... Uh, this girl, Alexis, her fiance, Ben, and then her ex, Cooper. Okay. And so the idea is Cooper. Ben gets a chance Fucking to. Fucking Cooper. Cooper. Get out of here, Cooper. <laughs> but you love him. You can't help it. He's the, he's the perfect guy. He's like the oh, most man. eligible bachelor in New York, basically. He's oh. not the kind of guy you marry, but he's a great guy, so they stayed friends. Okay. So basically, uh, Ben and Alexis get engaged, and Ben gets an opportunity to go back in time, cock block. Alexis and Cooper from ever meeting but by doing that oh. if you mess with someone's yes, past yep. and the experiences that made them who they are today you might change the course of That's the future right. and so oh, yeah. when he comes back to now things are messed up and he has to go back and fix it so now he has to go back and get them back together in the past oh I, I love, love this yeah. this is good and this is all like what we were talking about before yeah. don't carry the bad baggage you have a, an opportunity to view <laughs> something in a very specific way so yeah. think about all the things you've learned and right. take them into the future and don't like be all negative Nancy about like past experiences being cheated on or whatever what have you learned what made you the person well, it was, like, it was a chapter in your life so the yeah. Cooper experience helped shape Alexis in a certain way and prepared her to be able to then have a real relationship with Ben so and we should actually be happy people have experiences before us because then course, yeah. now they might appreciate thank you like, all why the ex-girlfriends might- <laughs> in the right, universe exactly like why I might become exactly. a second wife because somebody might have had a really terrible experience and right. totally here I am but I think it does shape you every experience good or bad shapes you for who you are today so so, you know, a failed relationship, the lessons you learn from that, you take to the next relationship. Yep. And so that's kind of what the movie's about is, you know, can't judge people for their past and made them who they are. And I think it'll be fun. And I like it because it's a romantic comedy. I think there need to be more of them. Every I, time I'm yes. every time I'm in a meeting, like, what do you want to do? I'm like, I just want to bring back like when Harry met Sally. Yeah. I would like to You'd be so great so with those good, kinds of movies. Right. That's kinda of my wheelhouse. I yeah. think yeah. it is for sure. So I need the industry to be making romantic comedy so I can do a lot. But but yeah, once in a while, you know, they come along, and I like when it's not a chick flick. I totally, like when it's one that a guy will go see too. So I think that this movie is uh, that covers that. So I hope it becomes like a date movie a year or so from now. We'll <gasps> see. I would like to be shooting in the fall in New York. So put that oh out there God. to the universe. Okay, but yeah. I love it. Love, and yeah. also. You just released a music video. <laughs> yeah, that I produced. Yeah. About the 90s. Which is it's also like, ju- it feels like back to the 90s of the romantic comedy I like I think influx. there's a pattern in what yeah. I am drawn Was to Was that do. like the John Cusack movies? Like in the 90s? Um, was maybe that a 80s? little before that. Yeah, I think that was more 80s. You're thinking more like the John Hughes, John Cusack. Say yeah. Anything, nothing Say Anything. Yeah. With the radio. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. more 80s. But... But back to the 90s, I had an opportunity to get involved and produce. Uh, my friend Jared Lee is one of the singers on the track, and uh, Ben and Jensen are these two guys who are just so smart, and they're actors and performers, and they wrote the song with, it's kind. Of, I keep telling people it's kind of like, we didn't start the fire, but about the 90s. Okay. So it just rattles off all of these 90s references, so many that you have to watch it a couple times to get them all. And they got an airport hangar to do the back street boys. I want it that way parody. I remember that. And it's Ben and Jensen and Jared and this actor Garrett Clayton. They're the boy band. And their and look is like spot. Oh yeah, yeah. all white. Oh it's yeah, so good. And I was on set that day and I looked around. I was like, this is super. This cool. is it. You were back in the nineties. All the small the things. Blink one eighty two. Yeah, and oh. there was a Britney Spears impersonator and uh, Spice Girls, and it was really cool and really fun. And I loved the nineties. I was listening to nineties on nine driving over here on Sirius. So it's just like. I, 
it, it, um, I become, I remember when I was a kid, like I had friends whose parents loved like the Grateful Dead and they would listen to like music of the 60s and 70s and I would think they're like stuck in the past or still listening <laughs> to music and now I'm that guy, I'm listening to Dave Matthews from the 90s. Oh like, my God. Um, but that's, I've become the, the that guy that I always was like, that's weird that they listen to old music but. Now you know. Something about nostalgia. driving around. Nostalgia. So the video came out two days ago and 25 million views Already? in two days. Damn. Are you serious? Yeah, it spread like wildfire. The sharing on Facebook was pretty amazing to watch. Yeah, Good. so it's really cool. It's like, I mean, it's people are really, uh, it's striking a chord with a lot of people. Oh, I'm sure. I think you watch it and, it, and by the way, the 90s feels like it was a few years ago. It does. So yes, it does. When you start to do the math and you're <laughs> no, like No, let's not do the math, let's Brett. Yeah. Let's do but, the math. I, I don't like math. It's all yeah. the same time frame. It's like Five minutes. It was, yeah. It was, well, so, okay, speaking of time yes. and time frames, you are okay. super freaking busy doing yeah. all these things. <laughs> yeah. Do you even have time to date? Uh, yeah, like, how do you find the balance? I do, I meet a lot of girls through my, the nightlife stuff that I'm involved in. I'm involved in a company called Hwood Group, and they own The Nice Guy and Delilah and Bootsy Bello. So, probably four nights a week, I'm at one of our spots. And so, you do get to meet a lot of people that way. So, so I, do you do that instead of dating apps? Because you're just there oh, yeah, in it. It's yeah. like a real they just live... come to you. You're it's like, like a live dating app. It really is. Yeah. Swipe right yeah. on that vodka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually, Absolute Elix is our vodka at Bootsy Bellows. And look, it looks well, like we Bootsy knew that, Bellows. Obviously. And a guy who <laughs> works for Absolute Elix named Jace, uh, his dog is my dog's biological sister. What? Is that how you ended up with Buddy? No, they we adopted uh, we both adopted them from Spot and my dog was the boy and his dog was the girl. Does and they were she look and like Buddy? They're similar, yeah. And oh, they've they've gotten to hang out since, which mommy. I remember. I felt so. Her name's Penny, and I felt so bad <gasps> when I separated them the Penny day I took Buddy? him home. Yeah, but I've been able to reunite them because of Jace, who works for Absolute. Thank Lights, you, yeah. Vodka. Yeah, it's all because of Vodka. Right. And do they know that they're siblings? Like, yes, can they tell? Immediate. I mean, no. Yeah, they didn't see each other the first time for four months, and then they reunited when they were back. in What LA. did they do? I mean. Went right up to each other, like stood up, hugged. No. And and Jace <gasps> and this girl Jenna said that she, that Penny had never reacted that way to any other. <gasps> that makes me want to cry. Uh, well, so I keep saying. Bud- well, they spent the first eight weeks of their life sleeping. On yeah, each other. Bobby. Yeah, he's, cute. Buddy still has a stuffed buddy animal that he the... uses as her. Yeah. Oh, Sleeps Buddy is her. the cutest guy. My dog's he is the a cutest guy. Bit of a star. Yeah, I discover stars. He has you his do. own. He has his own Instagram. Well, I need him <laughs> to meet Mochi and for them to fall in love. Okay, we, I don't know if Buddy's ready for a relationship. I think, he well, takes after me. <laughs> a little bit. But he'll grow into it, and she's mature. She's two, so she'll like show him the ropes. <laughs> okay. Oh, Does right. he like older women? Probably, yeah. He's only a year and a couple months. He's yeah. like Ashton, and she's like Demi. Exactly. Well, okay. that didn't actually work out, but you know what? <laughs> well, like how many relationships in Hollywood? But it was a chapter that taught See? them both a lot. So maybe, Exactly. Yeah. It's a learning experience. So yeah. Buddy will learn from Mochi. Yeah. Buddy actually, they he goes to a place called Chateau Marmot. Oh, yeah. daycare, and they had a photo shoot day with this company, Charlie Nunn Photography, and this guy took awesome pictures, and <gasps> under it he wrote... Uh, this is Buddy. Like somebody get this dog an agent, and I was like, Hello? On the same wavelength. Yeah, Hello. he's really cute. He's, he poses. He's a star. Have you taken him, Buddy, to Lisa Vanderpump's dog place? No, not yet. But it's like they right there. Met. Yeah, yeah, Vanderpump. Yeah, Vanderpump uh, dogs. 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 Something yeah. like that. I, don't know. I feel like they could have come up with a cuter Vanderpump pups. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, listen. She all she needs to put is Vanderpump. On right. Something, and it could have just done. Yeah. yeah. Lance yeah. Bass got his two new dogs from Vanderpump. Really? Oh, because they actually have dogs there. Yeah. It's a rescue. She takes them from, like, she goes to China and Korea and stuff. Right, which is where you got your dog. Yep, South Korea. Mochi from Korea. There's a great picture of Shira hugging your dog. I just love that picture. Yeah. She arrived in America. Aww. That night was a special night. I thought my dog didn't like me. She liked Shira, and I was like, I thought I was going to be love at first sight. And you know what? I was like, that's a lesson. That is a lesson. I need to get used to it not being instant and, like, (laughs) that it's love at first sight. It could grow on you, maybe go on one or two dates. That's a good way of Give people a chance. I think so. I don't think it's always that way. I've been. My dog was loving. Okay. No, of course. <laughs> I've been in relationships that have been both, and you know, <laughs> sometimes your love at first sight, and those obviously haven't worked out. Sometimes not; those didn't work out either. So right. there's no rhyme or reason. People I, are always like, yeah. "Oh, if it starts out really strong, it's a flame that's going to burn out." Like maybe not. I mean, the relationship right. I'm in right now wasn't that. Right. But I don't think it really fucking matters. Just be open to whatever is happening. But if you don't yeah. feel it right away, it's okay. Yeah, you sometimes you just have to grow I do again. Think I, there is something to be said for people who start out as friends and then it develops into yeah something yeah. more. I mean, I've seen a couple of those situations where they're still together. But I will say, I mean, there's a lot of people I've introduced 
in LA who are still together, married, kids. So sometimes I look around and I'm like, all right, I've it made my happen. mark. Have yeah. you thought of becoming a matchmaker? No, because it's not something yeah. like I sit down and think about. It's kind of like we're out somewhere and I see two people. I'm like, ah. And I'm like, do you guys know each other? And literally I've had people like nine months later send me a wedding invitation. Stop yeah. it. And how do you know that they might be a good I, match? I don't know how to explain it. It's like a vibe I get. I don't know. Maybe they look good together. Chemistry. It's to, like casting. It's you like casting. Yeah. And he has to be in the moment, I'm right. sure. Like, it's right. hard to, like, make that happen. When <laughs> yeah. you're there, it's like, oh, okay, you're picking up on something organic. But right. you can't. it's hard to sit down and be like, this person and this person, go. Yeah. Right. And you also know? then it's awkward because you've told them I'm setting you up with someone. And then you're, There's pressure. You're creating weird. a scenario for them to meet that's not organic. So there is something about we're already out. We're already having fun. Hey, do you guys know each other? That's how oh, my yeah. friend Noel set mm-hmm. me up with my boyfriend. Oh, okay. And he did it a couple times before. Like, just come out tonight. There's a couple guys. Okay. He would just say a couple. Right. Because if you pick one, there's too much pressure. Yeah. Right. right. And then he was like, if you guys connect, great. If not, then whatever. And yeah. then eventually, after a couple of times... <laughs> in came the night and shining. See, armor. and I knew you guys separately. I could have made that one happen. I could have got that's one I can't take credit for. You can't take credit for. But would you time. think? Do you think you would have seen us out up in the club and been like, oh? I think I could have made that happen. I think yeah, maybe yeah. I bet yeah. actually, if he was there with some friends and you guys were there together, I would have definitely introduced the two groups. That would have been interesting to see. Well, if that would have happened. Okay, well, we we'll can go back you, in we'll, time. Maybe yeah, we'll we'll go back in time and give Brett Gersley block, block. yeah partial credit. <laughs> partial. No, no, no. I'm not going to take credit for that one, but I do take credit for a lot of them out here. Well, I there's like still it. time for you to take credit for one for me. Hello, I know she's met a lot of guys through me. I had there was she one has. birthday. It was your like your oh. bar mitzvah birthday. Yeah, where I looked I turned, around the room and I was like, I've dated. Wait, six when was how long ago was, was that one? I think it was eight. Oh, shut up! Uh, how long ago was that like one? Like five or six years ago. Oh. It was basically on my thirty-first birthday. I did a backwards bar mitzvah. Oh, thirteen cute. and thirty-one. That's the cute. And we thing. got him a Torah cake. It was like the big. Cake. Didn't we lose the cake? I don't know. Probably. I think we but left we it, it at the time. It was Coco Deville. Coco Deville. But uh, we did a candle lighting. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That's the best idea oh, yeah. ever. We did the whole thing. I had a videographer. I had a signing board. I actually kept doing signing boards every birthday. Yeah. Sign. Oh wait. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, of that. But um, don't... I had my real bar mitzvah video playing on the oh, wall. Oh my god, Brett! It but, was amazing. Uh, but Jen turned to me and she's like, "I've dated eight guys at your birthday party." So like, have you gone out with Jen lately? Because every time you walk into rooms, she's <laughs> like, "Oh oh 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 oh." We saw each other oh, at Delilah one night, and oh, it, I was with a guy, wasn't I? I don't know. <laughs> Are Who we knows? questioning this? Yeah, I don't no, know. You're with girlfriends. You're with girlfriends. I was? Yeah. But there was definitely people in the room that... Oh, that she had previously gone on a date with, probably. Possibly. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, it's, I've it's, been here 10 years, guys. It's a pretty But sometimes I get a text from Jen, like, she's like, I was on a reality show with that guy. If you, like, dated him on... Fake dated him on a show. I'm like, oh, you yeah. fake dated? <laughs> yeah. Somebody <laughs> that I know? <laughs> I'm like, this is out of hand. fake date. <laughs> you know, I will give everything a shot. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the way we need to go. Yeah. Yeah. Give so, everything a shot. Uh, speaking of your connections yeah. and connecting people, we're going to play a game. Okay. And it's called Six Degrees of Brett Gersky. Screw that Kevin Bacon dude. Who cares about him anyway? So you're all up in the Hollywood nightlife or you're making movie magic. We know that you roll deep in the Hollywood scene. You do. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to name a few celebrities. Oh, my goodness. And see how many degrees of separation there is from that person to To you. you. Are you asking me or you already have Yeah, no. We're just going to ask you and you're going to be like... Uh, well, and then you have to do the game okay. of, like, Kevin Bacon, but okay. with yourself. All right. Like okay, that. fine. I, Brad Pitt. I mean, in love with Jennifer Aniston. She used to be married to him, but that doesn't really work. No, no you have to do it. Well, okay, no, see. actually, that would be your connection. You met Jennifer Aniston <laughs> right. on the set of Friends. <laughs> right. She was married to Brad Pitt. Bump. Right, but that's a reach. That's okay, a reach. fine. Then um, I bet you there's connections, though. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, you have to think of a movie first, I guess, and then... Oh my gosh! There's a lot of pressure. Well, it's okay. Uh, we can if you can't think of him right skip away him and go straight to Mariah Carey. Well, I know Mariah, so you know her. That's one degree. Yeah. Okay. When I was Brett Ratner's assistant, oh. uh, he directed two Mariah Carey That's right. videos. So we did the, the, the videos for Honey, uh, probably. No, no, no. Hey, oh. I'm not that old. Oh, no, but this also is that in was the, the 2000s. Best video. No, but uh, it was like 2005. But uh, it was it's like that, and we belong together. Oh, we it was belong a two together. part video Wait, that took place at the same. Wasn't time. we belong together with Christian Monzon, the model? No, it was with Wentworth Miller. Oh, Wentworth Miller, oh, who yeah. was also a From connection to... Yeah. And, we, yeah. C- Wentworth and Christian and I were all in acting class oh, together. Oh, really? So Wentworth did Prison Break mm-hmm. first. We did the Prison Break pilot, because Brett Ratner directed the pilot. Right. Then that didn't come out, you know, till the fall, 
but in between, then we did the Mariah video, which came out first. So everyone thought like <gasps> the guy from the Mariah video was on Prison Break, but it was really the other way around. The other the way guy around. From Prison Break did the Mariah video. So Mariah's Wonder Great, yeah. Okay. okay, well, I'm gonna pull out one because I want to <laughs> know if you're connected to Barack Obama. He follows me on Twitter. Shut Nuh-uh. the fuck up. Yeah, How? Knows. Why? How? What? He just does. I noticed one day. Does that count? Yeah. <laughs> Chipper Jones follows me on Twitter. Who? Does that count? Chipper Jones, um, the Atlanta Braves oh, but you know what? Player. With Barack, I know John Favreau, not the director, the speechwriter. Oh. Yeah. We're friends. I always thought that was the same person. I'm like, that's t- funny. <laughs> I know. How does John Favreau find yeah, the time? Yeah, well, hey, he's smart. To direct yeah. movies and write yeah, speeches he's so well-rounded. But, um, no, I've gotten to know... John Favreau a little bit. We have mutual friends, and so he wrote speeches for Obama. That's oh my god, fun. that is there is a connection. Really, yeah. I didn't think you were going to be able to do that. Yeah. Okay. Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey. My friend Greg Vaughn is an actor, and he's on a show called Queen Sugar that Oprah produces, and it's on the OWN Network. Oh my god, Brett! There's yeah. no way. Okay, no, how so about many. fine? Carrot Top, the comedian. Carrot Top, the comedian. I know. I I We've did never that on. Met. Okay. I feel like he's been out. I don't. I've never met him. No, that's Sean White. He's also a redhead. Oh, but you found somebody that I've never met. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. but there's no connection though. I'm sure my stand-up comic friends have yeah, worked with okay, him. Fine. I don't know. Maybe like, I don't know. Dane Cook probably is friends with him or knows him. Well, now we know you know Dane Cook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Dane Cook, Emery Menounos. We all. Yes, yeah. We all. We all have weapon. a game night. Like Chris Evans does these yes. game nights. Oh yeah, we've we've well, been yeah. there. We've oh, been that's there. right. Yeah. And uh, you do running charades. Yep. Yes. And uh, we played that with Octavia Spencer. Yeah, she and was Maria. on my team. Wait, that, that was, was my team. Night. Wait, were that we was there? We were on your team. That's right. We were there. That was my team, and we won. Well, Brett, we're thanks to well, thanks to me knowing Sister Act Two back in the habit, which was seven words. Oh my God, I don't remember that. Anna Kendrick. And I, we were like we were like the ones on our teams that got that, and it was neck and neck. I forgot you. Our team was yeah, it was you guys. Oh, and one of my our counselors from UCLA Summer Discovery was also there that night. Who? Well, we don't have to. Oh. But anyway, the, like, talk about even... all the connections. Oh yeah, so well we... that game night alone, you get a lot. That of people. Oh, game yeah. night, I mean, fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because that friends game with night. Octavia there. Yeah. I think there's something about running charades and game night in general where it's so. It's it's like this subculture in LA. People think of LA, they think it's all partying and crazy. It's not. The most fun thing you can do is a game night at oh, somebody's yeah. house. Yeah. And when you see that someone else is good at running charades or or mafia or something, mafia there's like fun. a respect that you have for each other. Totally. So all of a sudden, it's not about career, it's not about work, it's not about anything else other than team. that person is so good at running charades, and we're on the same team, we win, and we're kind of in sync. And it's so that's bonding. how Octavia yeah. Spencer and I bonded. Yeah, it's bonding. Yeah. Well, so we were on that team, so we that's won right. too. But yeah, Maria was on that team. I yeah. thought of it because we're at after. Yes, yes, yeah. 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 absolutely. Yeah. Right. Comes full circle. It one degree circle. instead. Yeah. One degree. Um, okay, so what about Tom? Cruise. Tom Cruise. Uh, hmm. Let's say uh, Tom Cruise was in A Few Good Men with Demi Moore, mm-hmm. and I'm friends with Demi's daughter, Rumor Willis. There we go. Yes. And I've met Demi through Rumor, and so yeah, that was the first movie I thought of. For okay, Tom there Cruise. we go. Um, okay. He's also from, I believe, Freehold, New Jersey. I'm from New Jersey. Oh, well, yeah. then there you His go. Okay. Sisters own a restaurant or something. Oh, in Freehold, New Jersey. Yeah. Okay, um, we're gonna do one more because this guy just got another fucking job and is taking over the world. Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest. I'm friends with his sister Meredith Seacrest. Okay. Well, How did you meet his sister? In L.A. We're friends. Yeah, she actually works just... for the Ryan Seacrest Foundation. His charity. Okay. Yeah, she's Great. a really nice girl. And and I will say I've watched Regis and Kathy Lee since kindergarten. Oh yeah. Because I was in an afternoon kindergarten class, so in the morning I would watch <laughs> Regis and Kathy Lee. I was like that kid who did that um, but again it was kind of like wanting to be in the yeah. know about entertainment always like, how I loved Regis and Kathy me Lee. too but I grew up watching it so then you know so Kathy uh, Kelly Ripa took over for Kathy Lee so you continue mm-hmm. and now it's like I feel like it's this new generation for the show like it it's, is. This, it's starting over almost with yeah. Ryan Seacrest and I actually think Ryan was the perfect choice for it because he's so dialed into that world. He's so good at it. It brings his radio show to life, kind of. But also, I think they just got another 10 years or more. I agree. Oh, yeah, 100%. For sure. It just felt like it rejuvenated the whole. Yeah, Michael Strahan didn't feel like a permanent choice to me. Or a match for them to be together. interesting. I mean, it was. I liked him. It just didn't feel. Yeah, he got good at it. I mean, he got good enough to then go to Good Morning America. But I really feel like. Uh, when they said they were going to make the announcement, I was like, who's it going to be? And Ryan was probably on the short list. I thought of Ryan Seacrest, 
Neil Patrick Harris. Maybe. I love yeah. MPH. Well, if you think about like that pairing, and then you compare them to Regis and Kathy Lee, it's like almost like their younger version. Totally. Exactly. Like, oh, yeah. like they look Ryan like Seacrest that. I agree. Is the new Regis Philbin. Totally. Dick Clark. Totally. One hundred percent. I'm actually. You know, I didn't know if he would even do it. You don't know if he wants his own right. thing. Does he have time? Yeah. How well, now is... so he's moving to New York. He's moving the radio show to New York. He's a robot. But I was very impressed with that choice. I'm really. Happy I think me too. Well, yeah. so he's the new Regis, but we're the new <laughs> Kathy Lee and Hoda. Oh yeah. So we're just waiting for them to retire, <laughs> mm-hmm. and yeah. it's like, oh hey, did you want us? We'll be right there, right? And then we'll talk about how Brett Gersky knows all of us. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I mean, listen, I I, I like being friends with everybody, and you are, and so. you're so friendly and nice. So <laughs> tell everyone, nice guy. you are. Uh, so tell everyone where they can listen to your podcast. Oh right, where they podcast. can see everything. We're okay. all of that. So my podcast is on iTunes. It's called On the List with Brett Which Kersky. is a perfect title. Yeah. Right. On the list. It means like, you know, if you're listening, you're on the list, you're part of it. If the guest is on the list. Um and basically it's like my version of Inside the Actor Studio. And mm-hmm. I started doing it just for fun. I liked you know, I, I'll have an actor friend in or a director friend and we'll sit and talk for an hour or two and, and they t- give me their origin story. So I get everybody's story of how they made it in Hollywood recorded forever so it's kind of cool they never have to tell it again if someone's like how'd you get started it's like oh listen to this podcast I told the whole story and it kind of then you know they promote whatever they're working on now and then they kind of we go project to project and get anecdotes so it's really fun and I've it's done, all about connections done almost 50 of them yeah we'll, we'll keep doing them whenever somebody has something to promote I love it and yeah. where can people find you on all the socials I mean, it's just my name on everything. B r e t t g u r s k y. Love it, sweet. And then and follow his dog, Buddy. Yes, <laughs> Buddy Gursky. He's a star in his own right. He's he so sure cool. is. He's very cute. And then also, yeah. so the video is out now. The video is out now, and um, Small Shots is out on Netflix. Yes. And wait, we have to talk very quickly about okay. the first scene about Tinder. Yeah. Was that a real life thing that happened to you or them? How did that come about? Okay. So this every- is kind of autobiographical for these boys. I for know the boys. them. Yeah, I, know I was going to say not Joey. for me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so You're small, not Italian? <laughs> no, but but I am from the East Coast. But, yes. But Small Shots, which is, it's interesting because I also worked on Hello Ladies on HBO, yes. which was about a British guy who moves to L.A. and it's culture shock and he's fish out of water and he just wants to fall in love and he wants to date a model. And then I was working on Small Shots and I was like, this is very similar. Guys from, I guess they're supposed Staten to be from Island. Staten Island mm-hmm. and they moved to New York, uh, L.A. to try to make it in Hollywood. So it's always this similar, like, wish fulfillment, aspirational story. And, yeah. And, uh, and, at the root of all of it is they want to find love and success in Hollywood. And so in that show, it's it's autobiographical. If you really, if you stick with the eight episodes and you get to the end, you learn what really happened to them. Something very cool happened to those guys. And it happens, you kind of watch it take place on the show and then it ends with that. So, uh, so yeah, that's out on And Netflix they're really and friends and they're good guys. Really yeah. friends are basically playing themselves. They're funny. It's yeah. awesome. My friends, Eleven, Justin, wrote and directed it and they brought me on. They were like, we think this would be something that would be a fit for you and we did that and yeah and so the op- it opens with him on Tinder which was actually the second episode <gasps> but when they edited it it's so good that at the got first moved to the first yeah. at least it pulled me in because I was like I can relate to this totally relatable that's why they did it, yeah. 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 They did it. the yeah. first episode ended up getting chopped up and used as like flashbacks later on yeah it was very interesting but yeah it, it opens with him swiping on Tinder yeah. so look out for that and on being Netflix so that's on Netflix <laughs> small, small uh, clock clock Coming out well, next I year. To, I have to film it first. Right. <laughs> and you're uh, you're uh, connected to the project with Derek Jeter about oh, yeah. the ex-NFL. Well, Derek football. Jeter got involved after us, yeah. So that, we're doing a movie called, uh, we don't have a title yet, but it's about a football player named Vernon Turner. Mm-hmm. And he uh, has an incredible story. And, and Derek Jeter's company, the Players' Tribune, wrote an article about him Uh in this forum, it's called Letter to My Younger Self. And it's basically Vernon talking to his younger self and giving himself advice when he was a kid. And uh, and Derek Jeter loved it so much, he called up Vernon. He was like, I want to make a movie about your life. And Vernon's like, there's these guys in L.A. already doing it. And so I have a production company called Magic Hour with Josh Serkin, who was a camper at UCLA that summer, too. So it's funny how that really... All know, comes back together. It all comes back to that. But, uh, but Josh met Vernon, and we optioned his autobiography, and then... We said we're going to turn it into a movie. So when Derek Jeter came along, we were already involved. Oh, got it. So we brought Derek on with us to just keep moving it along. So that movie's being written now by a screenwriter named Brad Gann. And I, he did Invincible and Soul Surfer. Wow. 
So that's going to be a really cool project. So everyone back in New York is like, can you get Derek Jeter's autograph? I was like, okay. That, that's, that's what people want. That's all you want? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I know. It's like, right. let, let, let's yeah. get the movie out in theaters yeah. and come to the premiere. But Okay, great. Yeah. Well, there's so much happening there's for you. Happening, yeah. Thank you so it's much fun. for coming in and sharing it all with Thanks us. Thanks for having me. I'm of flattered course. that you asked. Of oh, course. Of course. <laughs> well, we have to get the big connector in this, though. Yeah. So. And yeah. uh, you guys, don't forget to tune in next week. We have our our guest and friend, Chris Frangiola, stand-up comedian. You probably know him. I don't know Chris. Oh, what? You found someone I don't know. Oh, oh my God. You. But I'm sure we, got we have. Him. I'm sure Yay, we have a mutual have connection. I'm sure. And there's also a time for you guys to meet. So, yeah. 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 And don't forget to follow. <laughs> we'll connect you. <laughs> don't forget to follow us on Complicated Show. On all the social media yes. channels. And thank you for listening. Like we said, tell a friend. Rate us five stars. Pass it along. Um, also, listen to Brett's show on yeah. the list. Yeah. And you can follow me. At Jennifer Golden on all the socials. Yes, and you can follow me at Lauren Lee and Ellie on all the socials. And we're just going to leave you with a little quote about relationships. And we talked about this. Um, in Hollywood, a marriage is successful if it outlasts milk. That was a Rita, Rita Rudner quote. And listen, we talked about how things happen and you move on from them. So listen, if you're in a, a relationship and you're a second wives club or whatever, hey, that person is ready for you. They've moved on from their past. Mm-hmm. Don't take your baggage and move forward with it. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Find yourself a man or a woman who's been married or ha- didn't have a relationship that outlasted milk, right? Right. Exactly. I mean, just healthy people in general and sound then like a good time. And when you meet that person, you can drink alcohol together and screw the milk. Yeah. Right? Like us. That's what we do. <laughs> All right. Cheers, guys. We'll see you next week. Love, Love you a long time. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.